1: Welcome to the second hour, of Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on this Thursday evening. Great to have you on board. The PGA Championship is underway, the second major of the golf season. And Rory McElroy, who has gotten off to some very poor starts in majors the last few years. Well, he was locked in today. He is the leader right now. His first round play continues in Tulsa, where it's 90 degrees right now, so it probably feels like 120. McElroy, a 5-under par, 65, and still holds a one-shot lead. Well, the PGA Championship put on by the PGA of America. And, of course, we have local PGA professionals in our area, including my next guest, Greg Helmkamp, the PGA professional at South Bend Country Club here in South Bend, An historic golf course, and it's great to have Greg back on the program here on WSBT Radio. Greg, it's Darren. Good to be with you. How are you today?
2: I'm doing fantastic. Thanks, Darren, for uh, having me on.
1: Greatly appreciate your time this evening, and it is a big week for the PGA of America. Their premier event is taking place, the PGA Championship. And Greg, you are a PGA professional, so what does it mean to you and the other PGA professionals for this championship to take place?
2: You know, it's, it's funny. It's uh, you know, you always look forward to the four weeks uh, every year, the majors, but this one uh, for us has a little bit special, uh, more special uh, feel to it just because, you know, 20 of our peers are participating in this week's major. And to think that, you know, the possibility of, um, maybe if I played a little bit more golf, I would uh, you know, have a chance to uh, you know, participate in this championship among the world's greatest. Uh, there's just a, that element kind of makes it a little bit more fun to watch and watch those 20 guys compete uh, against the best in the world.
1: I'm betting the greatest misconception about a PGA professional is golf fans probably think you guys play a ton of golf. I mean, you're a PGA professional, so that means you're playing a lot of golf, but actually, that probably is not the case. I mean, how much do you get to play, Greg?
2: You know, it, it, it varies at, at, depending on what uh, facility you're at and, uh, you know, how much help you got and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, this year, um, you know, the other thing is they assume you watch a lot of golf. So I did not watch one shot of the PGA Championship <laughs> today. Um, so I pulled it up, the leaderboard, right before I came on, and just I saw that Rory played pretty well today. Um, yeah, I mean, we're so busy with other things, and we wear so many other hats that, Um, You know, putting on events for our members, uh, giving golf instruction that uh, playing golf and watching golf uh, in season is uh, not something we do a lot of.
1: Greg Helmkamp, PGA professional at South Bend Country Club, my guest here on WSBT Radio. But just being a golf fan, Greg, we've all watched Tiger Woods try to come back from that horrific car accident that nearly cost him his leg, but he continues to try to battle through the rehab. We saw him at the Masters, and Greg, for the first couple of days, I'm not saying he looked like the old Tiger, but I was absolutely amazed. He was able to play that good of golf, that sharp. Now, I know he knows Augusta like the back of his hand, but at the same time, you still have to execute. Mentally, you've not put your body through something like a major championship in so long. I was actually kind of surprised he was as good as he was early on. Just as a PGA professional watching Tiger trying to come back and what he's trying to achieve, what comes to mind for you?
2: Yeah, I think I've watched him long enough throughout his career that nothing surprises me with that yeah. guy anymore. I mean, and he is, uh, he's always been a grinder. Uh, it'll be really interesting. I mean, I think he shot 74 today mm-hmm. to see what he comes uh, back with tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I, I, he looked like he was hurting a little bit out there today uh, to see if he grinds it out and makes the cut. Uh, wouldn't surprise me. Um, but that would be pretty impressive.
1: No question. He was grimacing today. He was losing a lot of shots to the right. Greg, so that tells me that there wasn't a lot of transition of weight. And like I said, he was grimacing. He was limping a little bit. So I would have to imagine when you're losing the ball to the right, I would have to imagine that leg is bothering because he just can't get through a shot. Is that fair to say?
2: For sure. That's 100%. I mean, he said in his news conference, everything you need to do on that left leg, which is turn and transition into, uh, he said is bothering him right now. So that's, that's not a good sign.
1: I got to ask you as someone that teaches the golf swing, how in the world if someone came to you and said, Greg, I would like to swing like Scotty Scheffler, who won the Masters. He was trying to hit draws at Augustine. His feet are moving. He looked like Fred Astaire dancing almost. I mean, can you imagine moving your feet as much as he did? I know Bubba Watson, his... Foot movement is also also kind of amazing. He was able to pull it off. But is it kind of amazing to you that these are the best in the world? Now, granted, Scheffler's amazing, but he does it by moving his feet. He basically does everything you tell people probably not to do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Correct. And, And no, if he came to me, I would say, you're doing what you're doing. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 they, they, they've done it so many times, though, and they're, and they're athletes, believe it or not. I mean, golfers are athletes, so his hand-eye coordination is so good. He's done it so many times that um, it's just about repetition. So it's finding something, and that's where the most amateur struggle is being able to repeat over and over and over. I mean, the number one thing I get when a, a student comes to me is, oh, I'm struggling with my consistency. I need to be more consistent. Well, that's just from repetition and being able to do things, the, the same thing over and over again.
1: Greg, these guys are great at it. Yeah. Greg, you're involved in the game of golf on a daily basis. You run into a lot of people. I'm wondering your thoughts on the state of golf in our area. From my standpoint, we have some amazing golf courses within a 30 minute drive if you're in downtown South Bend, including South Bend Country Club. Is the game as popular as ever?
2: Uh, at least in the time that I've been in it, I've been in it for 18 years now. And, you know, when COVID hit two years ago, um, uh, it was golf was steadily kind of on the decline and then it just shot through the roof and we're still feeling, uh, those effects, which is awesome. I mean, it's exciting. It's one of those things where somebody says, are you busy or, you know, how are things going and you're like, yeah, I'm super busy, but it's a good thing. I mean, people are coming to the game, flock into the game. It's something they can do outside and, uh, we're going to take advantage of it while we can.
1: Are you seeing a lot of youngsters get involved in the game right now? I think they see their parents going out and playing. As you mentioned, with COVID, a lot of people use golf as a way to get out of the house and have some fun. Are we starting to see more youngsters get involved in the game of golf?
2: Yeah, for sure. Our junior program at South Bend Country Club grew last year. We're expecting it to grow again this year. Um, You know, the one thing I love to see is, uh, you know, our members come out and, you know, in an evening and and bring their little one out, go out and play two or three holes and, and watching them just kind of hit it around and have fun with it uh, is, is awesome. That That's the future of our game, and, and we need that to happen.
1: Here's the best piece of advice I have for parents. Get your youngsters started now because there is nothing more frustrating than being 45, 48, 50 years old, picking up the game, hitting those dub <laughs> shots that don't go very far. You get frustrated, but when you're seven years old, those shots aren't so bad. So I think starting youngsters at a young age I think it helps softens the blow of how how difficult the game is early on until you figure out how to swing the golf club.
2: So true and such a great point. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, they, they develop hand-eye coordination by, you know, playing golf, not only golf, but any, all sports, baseball, hockey, soccer, you know, anything to get them and, and be athletic uh, will help them in, the, in their future in golf down the road.
1: Well, I asked you about the state of golf a moment ago, and I think back to 2019, when the u s. Senior Open, a national championship came to Warren Golf Course, and you were working at Warren at that particular time. And we have a mutual friend and in John Foster. And I'll tell you what, Greg, for my money, I've been here since December of ninety eight. That was one of the most fun weeks that I have ever had as a media member covering an event. It was a special, special week, and I know it was extra special for you. I think golf fans in our area remember that we had a local resident that got to caddy for one of the greatest golfers of all time and Tom Watson and you were that individual could you reminisce for a second now a couple of years removed having that opportunity to be on the bag with Tom Watson one of the greatest golfers who have ever walked the face of the earth
2: yeah I mean it was such a blur that week and and, I, you know, two years later, as you said, I still there's times I look back and go, oh, I can't believe I really did that. It was uh, <laughs> it was so awesome to be inside the ropes and watch one of the greatest to ever do it. And, and, and even at that stage, he was 69 at that um, tournament to watch him, you know, be able to lock in on that first tee and for four and a half hours be all business and then walk off eighteenth green and hand, you know, golf balls to spectators and little kids and, mm. and just flip the switch and, and be the awesome guy that everybody knows he is. Uh, was pretty pretty special.
1: I think a lot of times we're always worried about meeting someone we're a fan of or an idol or someone we've watched on T V because we might be disappointed then we look at them differently, but I get the sense Probably your vision of who Tom Watson was became reality, getting to spend that time with him.
2: It did, and, and and it was you know it was easy. He just from the first time we met on the range, he was asking about my family and wow. what I was doing you know that night, and you know good places to eat in town. So it was just a real casual conversation, which kind of put me at ease a little bit. Yeah. Um, and from that point on, it was uh, it was a fun week and uh, a, a week that obviously I'll never forget.
1: Did he use your expertise and knowledge of the golf course at all, or was he the type he just kind of figured it out himself?
2: Yeah, that's the number one question I got. And not once that week did he ask me to read a a putt for him on any of our greens. And to his point is I don't know his speed. Um, I don't, uh, the speed of our greens that were day to day at Warren were different for the championship. So, I understood completely why he didn't ask me to read those greens, but there were certain instances, yardages to certain spots, um, certain you know course knowledge questions that did come up throughout the, the four rounds uh, that I was able to. I feel like help him with a little bit. I think he finished tied for 17th that week. So. I'll uh, I'll say I contributed to yeah. a little bit of that.
1: <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. If you wouldn't have been paid a dime for that, I know you would have done it. But, hey, he made the cut, so it turned out to be a pretty good loop, I think it's fair it to was say. A nice right? little, yeah, it was a nice
2: <laughs> little uh, payday that week, more than I had expected. So. Man.
1: <laughs> I mean, you and Bones have a lot in common now as as caddies a yeah. little, making a little cash. I've
2: got to do some commentary. <laughs> there
1: you go. Greg Helmkamp, the PGA professional at South Bend Country Club my guest and another part of how strong the game of golf is in our area we continue to have professional golf here in south bend the old symmetra tour and i know you can kind of fill in the blanks here on a new sponsor but the four Winds invitational will be at south bend country club for a second consecutive year give our listeners a little background and some information on what to expect coming up in august
2: yeah, so they'll be back uh, the same week in August. So it'll be August 8th through the 14th out at South Country Club. Uh, the event will actually be that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, August 12th, 13th, and 14th. Uh, so Symmetra two, it, the Symmetra uh, name is no longer – they're no longer the title sponsor of the tour. It's now Epson Tour. Uh, Four Winds Invitational, though. Four Winds is still the title sponsor for this specific event. Uh, we're excited to have the girls back for year two. Uh, we learned a lot in year one, so we are expecting to put on um, – an even better event this year. And, uh, you know, we'll be looking for volunteers. So if you're interested, uh, please contact me at South Bend Country Club and we'll show you how to get signed up to uh, help volunteer that week. It's fun. You get to watch these girls uh, up close and, you know, it's easy jobs doing some scoring, putting scores yep. up on leaderboards. Uh, it, it's a fun week for the volunteers.
1: And they're very friendly and. It's just a really cool experience, and it's really, really good golf. In fact, I've been told through the years the difference between these girls on this tour and the LPGA tour is basically a few missed putts.
2: It is, and and you watch them grind, and and you know their lifestyles are a little different, which makes you feel for them a little bit yeah. and want to support them. and And that's why our membership was huge last year in supporting these girls, and um, you know putting them up in their houses when they came to town. Uh, which was awesome to see. You know, a lot of our members really got to know a lot of these girls and still follow them to this day, which is kind of a cool element of of this event.
1: Greg, I know the the size of the tournaments are different, but did your experience being a part of the U.S. Senior Open help you at all last year being involved in putting on this golf tournament at South Bend Country Club?
2: Oh, most definitely. You know, the, the size, you're right, is different, but there's elements in putting on a professional championship, whether it's a USGA event, an LPGA event. So, yeah, there was a lot of things that uh, I brought to the table from what I learned uh, that, that week and leading up to that week in 2019 that I felt uh, really helped me out last year prepare for, uh, you know, the, the Symmetra Tour and the Four Winds Invitational uh, out at our place.
1: Well, Greg, as I mentioned at the start of this conversation, South Bend Country Club, an historic golf course, there's been some really famous people that have come through town and played that particular golf course. You're hosting a professional golf tournament. I mean, you're a big spender. I mean, Jack Nolan, I mean, he's not cheap. I hear him on TV when he's doing the commercials for South Bend Country Club, the old Irish basketball announcer. How would you describe the the state of South Bend Country Club and, and what's happening right now at your facility?
2: A lot of excitement. Uh, you know, our, all of our members are, are huge golf enthusiasts. I, I say that our golf course is our five-star athlete or our All-American. Uh, we have such a great golf facility and golf course. Um, they all love tournament golf, so we're, we're ramping up our, uh, our member tournament season right now, which is exciting. Uh, participation's up. Um, we filled our match play, which uh, is 64 guys, so they've all got their pairings and are ready to take off. So a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement, um, and uh, we're ready for a great 2022 season.
1: I remember being very nervous at your facility many, many moons ago. The late era Parcegen was playing in the group behind me, and their group caught up to ours, and I could barely take the club back, knowing that the great Era was right there behind me. And I think he shot his age that particular day, which surprises no one who knows about the late great Era Parcegen. Yeah. But
2: yeah, he's got a he's got a couple club championships out there, so Isn't he was a, quite the golfer.
1: Unbelievable. Well, Greg, great to catch up with you. Again, congratulations. Second year out at South Bend Country Club. You're doing an amazing job there. You've got professional golf coming back to your facility and always a wonderful place to enjoy. And if people want to learn more about South Bend Country Club, Greg, how can they do so?
2: Uh, southbendcc.com. Uh, our website kind of uh, goes over, um, you know, everything we offer from uh, the, the, the dining to the pool to, to golf. Um it, Membership information up there, Uh, we got a a tab, why join South Bend Country Club. All the benefits uh, of being a member at South Bend Country Club is right there on our website.
1: Greg, thanks again for what you do for the game of golf in our area, and I greatly appreciate your time joining me here on WSBT Radio tonight.
2: Thanks for having me. I I enjoyed it, Darren.
1: Thank you so much. Greg Helmkamp, PGA professional at South Bend Country Club. It is 24 minutes after 6 o'clock at WSBT. I'm Dan Patrick, and this
2: is Above the Noise. In the NBA, it's not very often a team has quality depth and superstar talent on the same team. Normally, when you sign max players, the bench suffers. But if that wasn't clear in the regular season, the Golden State Warriors reminded everybody last night they are the exception. The Warriors pummeled the Mavericks in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Golden State had seven players in double figures, and the team managed to frustrate Dallas star Luka Doncic, throwing countless bodies at him throughout the game. He finished with just
0: 20 points. The game obviously isn't a death sentence,